Hello, and welcome to Core Women. My name is Dr. Summer Watson, and I'm the founder of Core Women, and I'm also an empowerment strategist for women. So if you're listening to this podcast to delve more into empowerment strategies, well, you're here for the right reason. However, Core Women was also developed because it's a special place that provides a unique idea of home for the hearts and souls of women. It's a place for us to share our strength, energy, wisdom, and authenticity. It's a place for women to find support and strategic empowerment ideas that will help support their lives. Today on the show, I'd like to welcome Tatiana Podoliakko, who is the co-owner of Fluffness, which is this terrific cotton candy business concept. Tatiana has an amazing journey where she was born and raised in the Ukraine and is now an American citizen as of two months ago. Let's get right into chatting about your journey, Tatiana, and welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Summer. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. So let's start off by you telling the listeners about your journey from the Ukraine to the U.S. So I moved to the States in 2006. Um, Originally, the plan was just to come for a year to be an exchange student and live with an American family. I was uh, very lucky to have a great family who hosted me for a year and offered me to stay with them for longer. Um, And so I changed my visa from an exchange to a student and I went to study. Um, And then 12 years later, I'm still here and I just recently became an American citizen. Wow. So how, how was that for you knowing that you still have family, right, in the Ukraine? Yes, all of my family is back home. Okay, so how was that for you, making that transition from being a Ukrainian citizen to an American citizen? Um, The first six months of me living in the States, I was very, very homesick, actually. I remember that um, I would write letters to my family and my friends and tell them how much I miss them and how I want to go back. Uh, to the point where my host family was so worried that um, I might pick up my bags and leave one day. Right. Um, but they were very, they were great support. They were friends. We are still friends. They were very nice to me and very supportive. And so same with my family in Ukraine. They were very supportive of whatever decision I wanted to make, either stay or not stay. And um, I think uh, that was a big... Um, help in general from people. I had a lot of friends who were going through the same similar issues with, you know, leaving everything behind in your home country and building everything from start here in America. And I think um, a lot of immigrants out there will feel the same way. Um, it is that feeling on the fence when you are uh, leaving everything behind, building new, and you still can't decide you're torn. Um, but I, America is my home. This is my country now. Um, right. This is where my most adulthood happened. I moved here when I was 20. Um, so this is where I learned how to be an adult, how to, uh, you know, build my own life without help of anybody else. And I think that's a great feeling. Absolutely. And boy, is that courageous. So that took a lot of courage to make that transition and decide being so young too, and having that feeling of home, being homesick, and then, you know, gradually transitioning and going through these ups and downs and then finding yourself here. And so, which leads me to my next question. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with this great concept of creating a cotton candy business? 
I've always been, um, I've always had a greatest sweet tooth. I love sweets of all sorts. Anything sweet, I'll eat it. Uh, cotton candy has been my childhood favorite. Um, but unfortunately, as I got older, I couldn't eat it because of the amounts of dye in it, which usually give me a terrible headache. And um, I was already, I've been always creative and always had an entrepreneurial spirit. I was looking for something um, to do without having to work for anybody. I was looking for an outlet for my creativity, for my entrepreneurial um, desires. I wanted to do something different. And so the idea of cotton candy came spontaneously as I was actually taking a nap. I was uh, thinking and thinking and I um, was looking and I found this organic cotton candy and uh, that apparently had no artificial dyes in it and had these amazing flavors. And so I, as I was falling asleep, I thought of it and I texted my friend, Victoria, who is my business partner now. And I said, I know uh, what we're going to do. We're going to open a cotton candy business. And then I said, well, I'll talk to you later. I'm napping now. And she thought that I was just uh, dreaming already. Right. And, but when I woke up, I had this idea. I said, you know, we're going to create these delicious flavors. They're not going to have any artificial color in a flavor. And it's going to be a clean product for people who are very conscious and aware of what they're eating. And this is a great movement. movement. Finally, I think we as humans get into that. Uh, what we are putting in our body has to be good. Uh, right. So we did our research. We came up with a few flavors. Uh, we came up with an idea of having a mobile cart where we would come to events um, and have everything ready for the get uh, client. Uh, from um, our candy tender, who is making cotton candy to order, from our cart, nothing required from the client besides inviting us into their celebration. Right. And well, yeah, it's been four years now. Wow, that's fabulous. And you know what I love the most about this story, Tatiana, is your dream of creating a business actually came from a dream. <laughs> yes, actually. And I love that part of the story. It's just so representational. And and it actually happened, you know? So that's fantastic. So let's talk a little bit about your research and what you did. So what about these dyes? Are they organic? And what's the sugar like in a cotton candy? So talk a little bit about what you're, you found through, you know, your research and the dye, you know, that you actually use, that's being used. So in the we don't candy. use any dye at all. Um, okay. our, our cotton candy consists strictly of organic sugar. Okay. Uh, organic cane sugar, and then a little bit of flavoring, which comes from natural sources, such as fruit. Most of our cotton candy is fruit flavored. And then cotton candy has no dye, um, so it's all natural colors. So we won't find pink or blue or any ridiculous fluorescent colors in our cotton candy. It is mostly the hues of white. There is a little beige. There is a little pink. But that's pretty much it. Okay. And so our product is also all allergen-free. We don't use anything besides sugar, basically. Pure organic cane sugar. Okay, great. So what, what type of events have you done that feature your cotton candy? Most 
events we do is definitely bar and bat mitzvahs. Those are a lot of fun. And uh, these kids are so fortunate to have their parents uh, do such amazing parties for them. We love working those. We've done some um, festivals, such as an emporium, which is a food marketplace. We've done a couple festivals in New York even. Uh, we worked uh, with Cherry Blossom Festival here in the city. Uh, we work a lot of weddings. Uh, we work a lot of charity events. Um, we work a lot of corporate parties, actually. We we'll have a good office that, you know, knows how to party. And they sometimes invite us uh, for their uh, lunch hour or for any celebrations they might have in the office or just for snacks for their um, employees. Great. Yeah. And that's what I was going to ask. You know, have you done corporate parties? And, and, and the other question, what is your long-term vision with your cotton candy business? What do you foresee for yourself and for this business? This year, we are trying, uh, the plan is to get out in retail a little bit more. Right now, we just sell um, cotton candy online on our website, but our main focus is our event. However, we are trying to um, gain some presence in um, such places as Whole Foods, Mom's Organic. There are lots of different shops around D.C. and the area that carry local vendors carry local produce, uh, local product. And um, we want uh, for people to be able to have access to it, to this cotton candy. People love sweets. Uh, yeah, sugar isn't the best thing, but people love cotton candy. And I think it's better to eat our product that's organic and natural and safe other than um, things that have lots of artificial coloring that is so dangerous. Um, especially to children. Absolutely. I like the fact that you have this product and it is organic and from your own personal experiences have been impacted by ingredients in various foods that have given you headaches. So you found a way to work around that by offering an organic product, which is really nice. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, it's definitely great. I'm right. glad we were able to do it because a lot of people, the more events we work, the more people we meet when they say, hey, you know, I haven't had this in years because I couldn't eat it. And now I'm so happy I can actually enjoy something I like. Exactly. And I like what you said. We had a conversation briefly previous to this, this podcast episode, and you had said something to the, the effect of, I want it to be, you know, if I go to work a birthday party or a big event that requires a cake, I want the second thing or the first thing to be is I also want that cotton candy at that event. So that's, yeah. that's, that's their thought is your, your tagline or your vision is it's not just the cake. It's the cotton candy too. Kind of like. Exactly. Cake we want, yeah. We want people to think of cotton candy as soon as they think of celebration. Oh, I'm having a birthday party. Why don't I get cotton candy? And, you know, it is becoming uh, a very popular thing, especially now. And we try to do a lot of creative things with our cotton candy. Um, and the people are very responsive. We have had uh, a wedding we worked last year, and uh, the bride was um, uh, had celiac disease, so she couldn't have any gluten. They didn't have cake at their wedding. They had cotton candy. That was their dessert. Wow, that is a wonderful option. I love that. 
So it also gives people options about what kind of dessert they could potentially have. And you know, this is the other thing. You do some really interesting things with your cotton candy because if somebody were to go to your website, like www.fluffness.com or your IG page or your Facebook page, they'll see all the creativity that goes into what you do with this business and how you utilize cotton candy. And I love the fact that you, it, some of your parties use lighting and it's just beautiful. Yes, we do have a glow in the dark cotton candy and it's fun. Um, it's fun on an LED cone and you can play with it. You can eat it. It is definitely a wow factor for any party. And we try to come up with different uh, creative ideas, different fun things for people uh, to have. Absolutely. It's not just sugar, you know, no. so much more. Oh, absolutely. And it's such a beautiful product. Cakes are beautiful, but cotton candy, it's fluffy, it's light. It can be combined with several different things, so to speak, you know, and so Absolutely. it brings a lot of art and creativity to the party. It definitely does. Yes. It's a, uh, it's a great, it's uh, fun. It's also very interactive. Absolutely. I love that. So one of my next questions is what has been one of your biggest challenges as a business owner and how have you overcome it? Challenge as a business owner. I think uh, the biggest challenge would be discouragement. In four years, well, almost four years in business, we have had some, um, we've got lots of ups, definitely, but we've also had some downs. Uh, mostly about, uh, we've got some problems with our machines before. It took us a while to figure it out, how to uh, operate them in terms of maintenance. It's not your, your regular, um, you know, microwave or a coffee maker. It's something that I've never dealt with before. And so for me to figure out how to uh, take care of the maintenance and fixing the machines and taking care of that aspect, engineering aspect of business, took a while. And there were some events um, that were not as successful, let's say, and uh, discouragement was probably the biggest problem um, to feel that, oh, you, did it, you didn't deliver or you were not good enough. Um, and um, to remember that, you know, you can always try again. And that Absolutely. was definitely the biggest challenge for me personally. Gotcha. And I could see that being um, a challenge for most people just because it is a unique type of machine. It isn't, as you said, your typical coffee maker, your toaster, where you like fiddle around with this. It's, it's a unique piece of machinery. And so the engineering is different. So I, I completely understand where that would be a challenge. So if you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, what would they be? I think um, a little to piggyback on their previous uh, discouragement and remembering that, uh, you know, there is always another chance and you can do better. I think uh, we, as women especially, do not give ourselves enough credit. We don't, um, sometimes we don't, we're not nice to ourselves. And I think that is uh, something we need to get away from. We need to remind ourselves that we are already doing a great job of anything, whatever you're doing, you know, even if you're just waking up every morning, you're already doing something. Um, so I think we need to encourage ourselves, uh, talk nicely to ourselves and remind ourselves that, you know, we are here and whatever journey is put out there for us, we need to go through and need to remember to keep our good hearts there. I love that. That is so wise. And you're absolutely right. Every day you should be thankful for who you are and, and just live your journey. I love that. Thank you so much for being on Thank our show you. today.
Thank you. It was very nice to talk to you. Thank you. If you want to know more about Tatiana and how to check out her business, Fluffness, go to www.fluffness.com or IG at fluff underscore Ness and her Facebook page. If you need a strategic empowerment coach, contact me. If you want to tell your story of empowerment or how you have reconstructed your life to drive change, send me a video or an email of your story providing permission to use it on my social media platforms. If you want to be featured on my podcast, reach out to me at info at corewomen.com. I want to hear from you and to get to know you. You are now part of the Core Women home. Let's get to know each other. Let's learn from one another. Please follow Core Women on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let your women friends know about this podcast. If you write about Core Women in your social media posts, please hashtag Core Women. This is all about women. Thank you for taking the time to learn more about Core Women And please stay tuned for continued growth of the Core Women movement. Let's grow and drive change together. 